Coming up on the Real Stack Guy Podcast, talking NFL Week 3 with Brother Dylan, a semi-weird weekend of football with certain teams winning and some really funny endings to games, something that may unseat the butt fumble as the newest uh, butt play in football. Then Dylan and I will guess the who spread is anyway, do our cross-off team, and in a new segment give you next week's podcast topics right now. So, let's recap week three, and then preview a fun week four. Alright, here we go. We like sports and we don't care who knows. From the pregame jokes to the wrap-up show. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey. Throw me the baseball. Now toss me the pigskin. Now feed me the rock. Now give me the rock. Welcome back to another episode of the Real Stack Guy podcast. It is week three in the NFL, previewing week four, and it was a weird weekend of football. The Colts beat the Chiefs, the Jags beat the Chargers, there was a butt punt. Just a wild weekend, Dylan. Yes, it was. Yeah, first off, glad to be back, uh, you know, now on our weekly thing now. Uh, but yeah, it was a, we- what was a very weird week. Um, like you mentioned, a couple underdog teams came out on top. I uh, got a butt punt now, uh, not just a butt fumble for a touchdown. I uh, got a butt punt for a safety. And when we saw that, we were so confused. <laughs> so we confused. We, we did not know what happened. Um, but after seeing four or five replays, we're like, ah, that's a, that's a butt punt. That is. They, I was, it, it, they literally took like four replays for us to realize what had actually happened. Because it, it looked off, like he shanked it. Yeah, off the live kick. You could definitely tell it went straight up in the air. And then mm-hmm. they obviously cut to like everyone running to the back of the end zone. But just think of how bad that could have been too. Cause if the if the Bills recover that, it's a touchdown. And that's why that's why they were talking about if, you know, do they go for the automatic safety? Do they just trot back in the end zone for the safety? And it's like, no, you probably shouldn't do that because then you let them have just a field goal to win the game. But it obviously didn't come back to bite them. Yeah, end up working out for him. Just a crazy play. Well, there, yeah, there definitely was a lot. We're gonna we'll talk about some of the games in our uh, in our part one today, and the way we're gonna do this, Dylan, bro, brother Dylan, again back on the podcast. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about where this real stack guy podcast has been right and what we've gotten wrong. So those that are a fan of of one Colin Coward this segment might sound familiar. Uh, so let's start where, where stat guy was right. And this hits home for us. The new England Patriots have some problems. They, they lose to the Ravens in a, so I, I called it a winnable game and you were like, all the games are winnable. And it's like, yes, that is true. But this one, they had the ball with a chance to take the lead. I think four times in the last like quarter and three of those ended up in terrible, uh, terrible turnovers. They obviously had another one when they were down two possessions, but just turnovers, as, as dad said, our dad, this not Belichick team play, not, not the standard that Bill Belichick teams live up to. So di- dissect the Patriots problems that we were right about, but it still hurts nonetheless. Yeah. So real quick, going back, I think two or three weeks when we were talking about the Patriots and how they were so unpredictable this year, don't have an offensive coordinator, don't have a designated defensive coordinator. But I mentioned 
10 of their 52 players are rookies. So about 20% of their team is rookies. I don't know, you know, which in a sense, you want it to be a quicker team. You want it to be potentially a stronger team, faster team, which is what it lacked last year and two years ago. But the fact of having rookie and young guys, rookies and young guys, clearly is the issue right now. There is you know, a correlation they, they, there. That that is a good correlation, actually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, in the years past, you know, with with Brady, all of Brady's teams, they were all veterans on defense, but now they have no, they have really no veterans back there other than Devin McCourty for the most part. It's all young guys, uh, kind of led by Kyle Duggar, honestly, yeah. um, and he hasn't really looked great himself either. Um, I think the the young guys is the biggest issue. Um, you know, they try to get their run game going. Hasn't really gotten going yet. Um, you know, I don't know if, if this is the – if it goes back to the play calling with losing Josh McDaniels and not having a designated offensive coordinator. I feel like there's so many big problems out there. Um, and then, of course, yesterday, Mac Jones goes down, which brings up a whole nother issue. You know, you think he's the the future of the franchise. Um, is he the guy? looking on it. <laughs> Who – yeah, is, is he? Yeah, who knows? Um, but then you got to look on it and say, for the rest of the year, if Mac Jones goes – if he can't play for four to six weeks, you know, is Brian Hoyer the guy? Or, or do you give the ball to Billy Zappi, the rookie, at Western Kentucky and say, here's the ball. Let's see what you can do. Let's see what you got. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of problems going on. Um, and I don't think there's a way to solve all of them, but it's a way to minimize the problems. But Yeah, before I address that part, I do want to circle back to your – your point about like the youth of the Patriots and how I think this is actually a across the NFL type of issue. So we saw last year how slow the Patriots were at times, especially defensively. And so the way to combat slow, you have to get fast. And a lot of younger players are faster because that's just how it works. And when you have younger players, you have less experience, which means less time to learn and, you know, less time that they've made mistakes. And so you're going to have a lot more mistakes happen. So that's a really good point. And I think the Patriots are, are seeing that right now. I mean, they, I, I don't want to see uh miles Bryant returning any more kicks this year. It's starting to give me Cyrus Jones uh, memories of years past. Still the reason I think the Patriots didn't win the Super Bowl that year. Anyway, uh, back to their, their real problems, right? Like they, yes. They have, as we've talked about, the at best ten, ninth or tenth best quarterback in the AFC. They don't know who the play caller is. Their best wide receiver is Devontae Parker, probably. It Maybe Jacoby Myers. It, 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 right, the fact that they don't have a single number one. The fact that they have the highest paid tight ends in the NFL, and one of them had one catch this past weekend. Is there there are problems, and when you turn the ball over so easily when you're driving, that's that's just going to add to it. And like you said, not to mention that Mac Jones might now be hurt and out for who knows how long. Yeah, it's it's definitely frustrating because we've never seen a team like this before. Um, no. But but the thing is, we've trusted Bill for as long as he's been there. And I, I don't think we're not going to trust him. So I think that's all we can do is trust him, Bill. I, I, I think you're right. And that's yeah. it's a weird thing that we're always always doing it this way. But uh, I also have to uh, give, not credit, but Noah and Benny, they are also going to get credit for being right 
because they both basically they basically were thinking that Mac Jones was going to not be the quarterback in a game at some point this season, whether it was injury or benching or whatever. So Noah and Benny, you are also right this week. So congratulations. Benny had drafted Billy, uh, Bailey Zappi in fantasy, which is very funny. But then dropped him. But then dropped him. Yeah, so if you're in our league, he's still out there. I do not want to see Brian Hoyer throw a pass for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Nope. I'd rather I'd rather Zappy throw like three interceptions than Hoyer not throw an incompletion to stop the clock to get a field goal and get sacked instead. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. So, all right, we're we'll, we'll let's go to where where we've been wrong. Even though that that felt like uh, even we were again we were right about the Patriots. It just kind of sucks that we're right about them. But where where we were wrong? This is mainly you. Even though I know you're going to stand by it, the Dolphins are three and zero, tied for the best record in the league. Um, do you feel like you're wrong about the Dolphins? <laughs> again, I said it a few weeks ago. I think I said it again last week. I won't buy into the Dolphins until they win a playoff game. You know, they they beat the Bills at home, but I, I like obviously they're three and zero. They they look very good. Tua has looked great, but I, I still don't see, you know, three games is three games. I haven't seen enough for them, for, for me to say, this is, this is a really good team. Um, I'm going to have to see them win a playoff game, potentially make a playoff run uh, to then say, yes, I, I was wrong. Yeah. They, they are a good playoff team and they are going to be uh, competing for the AFC championship every year. Um, but until I see them win a playoff game, until I see them do that, I will continue to say I don't think they're that great of a team. They are a good team. They are a good team. I don't think they're that great of a team. I, I agree with the the playoff win thing, right? And like they're this is a great Belichick thing. Um, they've only won three games. Like yes, they're they're three and zero, but they've only won three games. And you have to win more than three games to be a good team in the league. And as we see week in and week out, like any team can win or lose any week. That being said, they have impressed me way more than I thought they would so far, especially at the head coaching spot. Mike McDaniel, I'm really starting to to turn on him being a being a really smart, good coach. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. So did you see? Um, I agree with that. I, I think he is a good good coach. Did you see what he was teaching his wide receivers? Yeah, the uh, like the the basketball thing, like the step back yes. dribble thing, or the crossover. Yes, the the crossover. Yeah, that just that alone. I, yeah. I forget exactly what he was. Do you know exactly what he was saying? Yeah, basically, like when so when you're defending in basketball, the reason why a crossover works so well is because you're changing direction really fast, or like right, like you go, you're starting in the right, then you dribble over to the left. And right, Utah mm-hmm. is like a basketball defender to watch like their their stomach or their belly button if you follow that. So it's the same concept where in the NFL, if like you're almost doing a crossover, if it's mm-hmm. a defender that doesn't know how to really do that, then you're gonna you're gonna break free and get separation. And when you have yes. two of the fastest guys at wide receiver in the league, you don't need that much to get to get separation and get open. Yeah. So that's essentially what Which it is was. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also crazy, Dolphins beat the Bills. Tua had two catches, and Jalen Waddle had four. 
Tyreek Hill had two catches. Tyreek, Ty- yeah. Tyreek, Tyreek had two yeah. catches, and Waddle had four. Yeah, and I mean, I, and yeah. it's the it's Tua's first game as a Dolphins quarterback that he beat the opposing quarterback when their name did not have an O in the last name. In his career, is that was that his career? His career with the Dolphins, yes. Okay. Every every opposing quarterback that had an O in their last name, he beat. Every opposing quarterback without an O in their last name, he lost to. And so this is the first one that it that it was the opposite. Okay. So of course that's oh, yeah. over. Yeah, Al. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know what their record would have been if that had if that had gone on the, the whole year. Yeah, I don't know. Probably probably good. Hopefully O is a common letter. Here, let's here, let's just quickly do it. I'm gonna pull up the schedule. Um and I mean, again, you don't know who the quarterbacks are going to be necessarily in, mm-hmm. in certain weeks. Uh, yeah. So, so this week, Thursday, Thursday in Cincinnati. So that would be a yeah. win. So, oh. Right. Oh, wait. O is win. Yeah. Yeah. O yeah. is win. Yeah. Jets, Flacco, or Wilson is a win either way. Yep. Cousins, Trubisky, yep. they'd lose. Goff. Goff, they'd, they'd win. Uh, Fields did lose. Uh, is that Watson yet? Nope. That would be Brissett. They'd win. Uh, oh, no, they, wait, they would lose. They would lose against the Browns. Yeah. Then they would. I don't know if Deshaun Watson would be back. Or that's not Deshaun. That would be Davis Mills. So that's another loss. Niners, Garoppolo win. I don't know what their exact record would be. So I, I counted I counted up. Eleven and six. Okay. That's a playoff team. <laughs> that that is a playoff team. And probably the five. Yeah, yeah. All right. Back to right and wrong. We were so right, Dylan, about the Colts Chiefs. The like mention for I was right multiple times here. Mentioning mm-hmm. it on the podcast during the line, guessing the line, saying that this is a complete trap game for for the Chiefs Colts. Like it's just a game you knew, you not you knew, but like you just felt like the Colts were going to win somehow, some way. Especially after the lines that we saw, and it, I think it ended at Chiefs five and a half. Does that sound right? I saw I saw four and a half. I saw down at like to four and a half. Wow. At, at twelve at twelve fifty on my way back wow. from Cincy, it was at it was at four and a half. Wow. And yeah. my. Our, our uncle, Uncle Arnie, Uncle A, shout out. He, uh, we were talking before the one o'clock games and he was just like, so what are, what are you guys going to be talking about on the podcast? Like later. And I said, I, I think we're going to be talking about the Colts winning, winning this game. And for, for all the reasons yeah, you and, said. And, yeah. yeah. And, and it, it, it wasn't even the Colts played well. <laughs> that, that is not it at all. Not the at Chiefs, all. The Chiefs just played like, the, honestly, it looked like a week 18 game where the Chiefs, you know, they could win it or they could not win it. They're going to be the two seed no matter what. It doesn't really matter. That's so, basically how they played. Yeah, I, I said in our group, how, how does Vegas know? How did Vegas know that the Chiefs were going to coach and play like idiots? Because it took – so I, I made a list, Dylan. Here are the eight things – that really like absolutely went the Colts way that are definitely not normal for a Chiefs game or even like a regular football team. 
they they forced a three and out, but then muffed the the punt right after. Gave the Colts the ball mm-hmm. the five yard line. They weren't moving the ball. Then at the end of the first half, they they like didn't even try to score anything. Now, granted, they didn't have any timeouts at that point, and they right they did that run play, and that's where Mahomes and the enemy kind of got into it. Um, but it was just not normal, right? Like that was a weird thing for mm-hmm. the Chiefs. Then they did a fake field goal up 17 to 13 at, on fourth and 10 with 10 minutes left. So if there's so many problems with this, but like obviously Butker is out their normal kicker. So if you don't trust your kicker to make a 45 yard field or however far it was, then I don't know. You have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, like just go for it. Like you're, you're better off doing that than trying to catch them off guard with your punter throwing a pass to a tight end to get 10 yards, right? Huge issue. And then they went out and still tried to kick a field goal the next drive or two drives later and, and missed that field goal. So you didn't trust your kicker before. Like, why'd you trust him there? Um, Kelsey had a bunch of drops, said the missed, the missed kick. Uh, final drive, the Colts game winning drive. Uh, they stopped him on third down and then – uh, was it Chris Jones that had the penalty? Dylan, are you there? Hey. Okay, okay, I think we're, we're back, we're back. Um, Chris Jones had the penalty on, like, right after the third down play, unless they're, or whatever, unsportsmanlike conduct, to continue mm-hmm. the drive. And then the last drive for the Chiefs, three timeouts, a chance to maybe get a game tying field goal. And they didn't, they couldn't get the, they couldn't get out of bounds and couldn't get a, or I'm sorry, they, I guess they threw the pick. So they were almost in range, almost had a chance, but that is the list of things that had to happen for the Colts to beat the chiefs. It yeah, was a bunch, a it was, granted, it was a better game for the Colts and they played in recent weeks, but that's the, those are the things that had to happen. Yeah. A lot more mistakes than, a Patrick Mahomes team usually makes. Let's just say that. Yes. So, but you, uh, you, you, but honestly, all teams, all Super Bowl teams, all, I feel like always have a loss like this. Always. And is it a good thing to lose like this early? It probably is. And to lose like that in, in Indianapolis, it was probably a loss that needed to happen for the Chiefs. In a sense, it, it's long, it's, it's a better thing for the long run to lose this game than, than to win it, I think. It's just so weird. Like, I can't believe, like, the fact that we even talked about it because it's, like, historically something we felt like could happen. Grant, mm-hmm. But I don't really bet, but I was not going to – I wouldn't bet on this is the problem. Well, you, well <laughs> did you see not, not 93% of the money was on the Chiefs? Not, it was 90% of the bets and 93% of the money was on the Chiefs at six and a half, and the line went down. To five and a half, and then ended at four and a half. That's crazy. So, yeah, it doesn't well, make sense. We were right. Yeah, <laughs> we were right in the moment. We were right. Um, mm-hmm. All right, where we've been wrong again. The Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Chargers, and they're two and one. I guess this is a generally probably everybody's wrong. Um, but how how are the how are they two and one? What what are they doing? Um. Trevor Lawrence is looking decent. I mean, they went out and got Christian Kirk to match him up with um, with Marvin Jones Jr. 
you know, not great weapons, but there are guys that can can play football. You know, Christian Kirk played really well in the, with the Cardinals last last couple of years, so they went out overpaid him. Um, I haven't really paid too much attention to their defense, but clearly they're putting up points. You know, put up twenty four against the Colts more than the Chiefs put up against the Colts. Uh, put up thirty eight against the Chargers team, so they're putting up points. Um, Trevor Lawrence is finally just. I feel like he's just let free. They're just saying, go sling the ball. Clearly the number one quarterback in that, in that draft class, they're saying, go sling it. You have the arm, you have the mobility, you have the skill set, just go show it. And I feel like that's kind of what they did at Clemson. Just like Dabble didn't really do a ton of coaching, probably just, just go play, just go sling it. And I feel like that's what he's doing right now with a ton of freedom he didn't have last year. So I think that's the biggest uh, thing for their success right now. now. Now it is really early, so we could be sitting here in ten weeks and they're two and eleven, three and we three could. and ten, and we'll yeah. prove be proven to be right. But right now, it's it, yeah, they're they're leading the AFC South. Who who would have thunk? Um, yeah, after actually here, week three. Here here's a, a graphic that that popped up from CBS Sports. So this is for Peyton Manning and Trevor Lawrence's start of their careers their first nine career road games they both went oh and nine in their 10th career road game they won the opponent for both of those 10th career road games the chargers and when did those happen both of them were in week three of the season Uh which that's a your tenth career road game is going to be about like week two or three of the next year, so that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. But there's the the Peyton Manning path <laughs> again, right? Yeah. And any quarterback that throws a lot of interceptions as a rookie is like, hey, Peyton Manning threw a lot of interceptions as a rookie. He threw a lot. Yes. I mean, <laughs> obviously, if you're gonna you know show that comparison, you know it doesn't mean anything, but it's just kind of cool to look at to say. This dude through, you know, through 22 games in his career um, has that little similarity with Peyton. It's just funny to look at. Yeah, very funny. Very funny. All right, where we were right again. I So, here, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read the tweet. One of you guys sent it into Empire. Breaking the NFL is replacing the Pro Bowl with week-long skills competitions and a flag football game. I swear we talked about this in January or February when the Pro Bowl was around, saying it's about time to just get rid of this and just do the all a week full long skills competition. So someone was listening to the Real Stack Guy podcast in the NFL. Yeah, and I'm glad they were because this is the the best thing they have ever the NFL has done for the Pro Bowl week because it it's just not fun to watch. It, it really is. It's not entertaining. Um, it's not football. It's hard to take one of the main things out of football and it stay as football. So I think this is the best thing they can do. You know, these are the best, the best athletes in the world, and they're just gonna show off their skills, which is gonna be incredible. Yeah, there's so many aspects of football. So like we we say it's a violent sport by nature, which makes it hard to like do an exhibition game for. Where like basketball and baseball are a little bit easier. But there's so many different skills in football and so many different things that you could do. And if you just like let them do it without getting hit or having to, you know, take too much. Yeah, take too much. Basically the hits or the tackling and whatever. Uh, there's a lot you could do. 
So this is a great move. This is a great move. Well, yeah, making a flag football game is the best thing you can do. And that's what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. They're making a flag football game, which is going to be sick to see, you know, I assume the Vikings don't make it to the Super Bowl, but Justin Jefferson going up for, you know, and, and just seeing how fast they are. But it'll, it'll yeah. be cool to watch. Much much more entertaining than a Pro Bowl. All right. And then that was the last one, last what we were right about this week, and then the last wrong one. Um, you're, uh, me, me and my lines this week, a little, a little teaser. I, I was wrong a lot. Are you, are you like for this upcoming week? For this upcoming week. Oh. I was wrong a lot. I still don't know the lines. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a little teaser. Um, so but we before will find we do, out. Before we do get to the lines, uh, an honorable or a mention of uh, what were they thinking? Just the Andy Reid fake field goal or the, the Chiefs fake field goal. Whoever's call that was. I just, I won't understand that, what they were thinking. I know there wasn't really, I, I didn't see a ton of other terrible ones this week. Um, I think you briefly mentioned it earlier. The Bills Dolphins ending. The dude, there's six seconds, six to eight seconds left in the game. And he is running straight towards yeah. the sideline and jukes to go upfield. Right. Like right. 10 yards before he gets out of bounds. Yeah. Obviously gets tackled in bounds. Ken Dorsey freaks the fuck no, out. Yeah. That, great video. <laughs> great yeah. video. Especially don't get the ball off. Especially the, the Dorsey thing. I'm glad you mentioned it because last week there was a video, or maybe from week one, there was a video of him like after they won, like tightly packing away his things did you see that that little clip no i didn't i and i didn't see anyone talking about this it was like someone was like this is what a businessman does after like making a sale in like a meeting or something and he's like folding up his binder like packing it up like putting it in nicely carrying his briefcase and then and then he did that this week <laughs> he did not, not uh, nicely and neatly put it away i'll tell you that no no, definitely did not. He if he has to reuse those, he's gonna have a nice crease in in some of those play calling sheets. Um, yes, he will. But yes, no, and that was definitely you know a player mistake or what were they thinking? But yeah, that is a good call. And then have to have to mention uh, Jimmy Garoppolo taking the safety, walking, dro- dropping back through the back of the end zone, and immediately in everyone's minds that had remembered was Dan Orlovsky running through the back of the end. Like, as soon as it happened, I said something. And then Mike Tirico said something. And then Twitter was – everybody on Twitter was saying the same thing. And even Dan Orlovsky said something. And he thanked Jimmy Garoppolo for his freedom. But if anything, he brought more attention to the fact that his was so much worse than what Jimmy Garoppolo just did. So much worse. <laughs> he The dude took – eight steps out of the end zone before he realized yeah he was out of the end zone <laughs> he was being he's being followed by jared allen and then jared which, allen just which, stopped <laughs> which has to be scary yeah yeah but then jared allen just stopped and celebrated <laughs> <laughs> probably like why what is he doing wait, wait, the, the other part I, for, I keep forgetting about the jimmy garoppolo one he threw a pick six a safety yep. saved the 49ers from going down five more points. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It, hardly ever you see a team get – this was Collinsworth that said that, right? It's like hardly you ever see a team get a break uh, when they get a safety. Like a safety is a break yeah. for them. 
you, you don't see it very often, and it happened last night. No. That was great. That was great. All right. That was uh, where, where the Real Stat Guy podcast was right and wrong. Um, and when we come back after the break, Dylan and I will guess the who spread is it anyway. So we'll be right back. Welcome back. And it is time for guess the who spread is it anyway with brother Dylan. All right, Dylan. So week four, uh, I am two and one. You won week one. I won week two. His histor- history says that I'm going to win the next few. But my guesses this week say you might win this week. Um, the, the, oh, the aggregate, by the way, of all the 48 games is 25 to 23 in my favor. So I'm winning two to okay. one and then I'm only, so it's, it's close. We, mm-hmm. If we want to include that in points at the end, we can. Um, but let's just let's just go ahead and get into it. Uh, Thursday night, Miami at Cincinnati. The Dolphins at the Bengals. What do you have? Assuming two is healthy. You know who knows who knows what his uh, status is. Uh, obviously, everyone's saying he's healthy. I put Dolphins one and a half. You know, I didn't even think about the fact that Tua might not play. Because I, I don't think, I don't think it's in question. I think he's playing. But so if if but, he wasn't, what do you what do you think the line would be? I would say Bengals two and a half. Yeah. So I I said Dolphins minus two, and it's it's listed as Bengals minus three and a half. Currently, when I looked an hour ago, that's what it was. Bengals three. Bengals minus three and a half. Whoa. Yeah. What was the what was the line in the Bills Dolphins game last year or last week? Um, was it, it like five and a half? It started half? at Bills four and a half. Okay. Yeah, that seems a little excessive for me. That's basically saying that the Bengals are pretty close to the Bills. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I just don't, I don't get it. I, I thought for sure the Dolphins would be favored. I yeah. mean, so Grant, the, um, the one thing would be that the Bengals, if they're starting to be the team that they should have been, and the Dolphins are regressing, and two is also, and they take that into account that he's hurt or not playing, then sure, I guess I get it. But mm-hmm. I thought for sure the Dolphins would be favored. Yeah, that's uh, that's a definitely a tricky one for me too. Um, but you know, Vegas seems to know what they're doing. <laughs> um, so you you in all the mess, you won that one by half a point. By half um, a point, yeah. And foreshadowing, that was not the first game. That was not the only game where I thought where I picked the favorite. Or it's not the only game that I picked the wrong favorite. Okay, because honestly, I through the first bunch, I picked I think I picked the road team in every game. <laughs> so I, okay. I I was going through it like I'm I think I'm in trouble too. Yeah. So I'm glad I I'm glad I took that first one on that Thursday night game. So next one. Vikings at Saints. What do you have? I have Vikings two and a half. You hit it exactly. Vikings two and a half. Come on. I had the Saints favored well, by one and a half. Are, the Saints look bad. Yeah, that's the only 
they look bad against the Panthers. This is this is probably a miss for me. But I also don't think the Vikings are really that good. And so that's why it felt like a, whoever was the home team here would maybe get it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you're obviously right. Like, you hit it exact, so. Yeah, aren't the Vikings on top of the NFC North right now? Um, aren't they 2-1? and one? Yeah, they are 2-1. and one. So are the yeah, Bears. With, uh, with so the are Lions, the Bears. Lions and Packers. Oh, okay. And they haven't yeah, played yet. the Bears and the Packers. So the Lions are one and two. Everyone else is two and one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next one. Browns at Falcons. I had the Browns minus three and a half. I have Browns two and a half. Okay. You're going to get it. It's Browns one and a half. Was it this one? No, there's a different one. I moved up a point. So you're going to get this no matter what. Um, yeah. I mean, I think this one, that one's self-explanatory. The Browns being yeah. slight favorites. Yeah. I mean, the Falcons did just go into Seattle and beat a not good Seattle team, but it's still hard to win on the road. Um, but obviously the Browns are probably the much better team. It's going to be yeah. tough to slow down Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt. Yep. All right. Bills at Ravens. We'll talk more about this game a little bit later, but um, what, what do you have for the line? I put Bills two and a half. Um, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to put higher, but and I, I landed on two and a half. You are gonna get it because it's Bills three and a half, and I said Bills one and a half. I didn't think it'd be that high. I thought the Ravens were really good, mm-hmm. and like really good the other on on Sunday, and the Bills struggled a little bit. Um, now, right, this is one of those Vegas things where like a team that regressed, you think they're gonna play better if they're this good. And then same with the Ravens where they maybe played really well, better than they should have, that they will come back to earth. Um, so still having the Bills favored, I think, is the, the right thing. Yes. Yeah. I swear, if you win all of these, you're not. I, I promise you you're not. I'm getting at least half somewhere. Um, <laughs> all right. Washington at Dallas. So Dallas, we have not seen play their third game yet. Um mm-hmm. But Washington, we have, we've well, we we've seen them play. They, they they've been on the field at least. Yeah, they yeah. they've been out there. I yeah. don't think they were there this past week though. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know if they were in Philly. I put I have the Cowboys two and a half. Well, here's a half for me because we t- we both said the same thing, and it's okay. Dallas and it's Dallas minus three. Yeah, minus we three. Bo- yeah, we both said two and a half, and it's three. So, okay, that feels that so feels great. Right. Yeah, that feels you know pretty good to to get that line where we've only seen a team twice. Yeah, um, that's, so this, I would say this good. is one like if Dallas shows another game in a row that they're decent with Cooper Rush and without Dak, I could see that going up. Mm-hmm. Or oh, if yeah. they are, if they are, if they are who we thought they were, then it could go down. <laughs> Yeah. New new goal yeah, of the I, podcast to get a Dennis Green quote every every episode. We and I I think having that at two and a half is good for a division game, you know, a division yeah. rival. I think you know that field goal uh the field goal line is always good. Yeah. All right, next one. The Seahawks at the Lions. I had Detroit minus three. I have Detroit four and a half. 
You're going to get it. It's Detroit minus six. Okay. I mean, the Seahawks okay. aren't good, as we've said. Correct. Detroit, we think, is okay. And this is a good opportunity, but six just seems like a lot for a team that's only okay. Yeah. I mean, they, they do put up points. That's true. But, yeah, they, they do put up points. And that's something Seattle has clearly struggled with doing. Um, so, right there, there. All right, bold prediction. I'm getting the next three. Chargers at Texans. What do you have? I have Chargers three and a half. All right. I said Chargers five and a half, and it is Chargers minus six. Okay. So that is one for Josh. This was a, this is an interesting one. I, I looked a lot back at last week to see, like, tra- how much the Chargers were favored over Jacksonville, kind of what they imagined. Basically, they think that the Texans are better than we think, I think. And mm-hmm. the Chargers might be a little worse. No, I don't want to say worse, but, like, they're just not the team right now, especially with Herbert the way he is. Well, and they just lost their left tackle for probably the year. Wait, did you uh, say what, – what did you say for that? Three and a half? I said Chargers three and a half, yeah. Okay. Okay, so, I mean, you're under the same mindset. You just kind of took it even more. Correct. I took yeah. it yeah, a, yeah. A, a lot more. More extreme, um, yeah. Yes. Herbert, I mean – he, he didn't look great, and they're not really, like, con- conforming to his injury. It's like a let's keep sending it deep or, or let's let's give the defense time to get to me. Or they should just, you know, dump off some passes, get equity the ball. He had four carries on Sunday. Your number one That's back crazy. has four carries. Doesn't make sense. That's nice. But, I, yeah, it probably – six is probably the right number, but – um, I think it'll be a closer game. Than that. Okay. All right. Titans at the Colts. Second home game in a row for the Colts. We talked. We briefly talked about this at dinner. Uncle Paul, shout out again to another uncle. He asked us what we think the line's going to be. What did you say? Um, I thought about this one long and hard, and I, um, it's a pick. It is not a pick'em. Oh. So I, I do I do that I do that like five <laughs> or six times a year, and this is one of them. I, it's one of my things to never never make a game a pick'em. Um, oh, I, I got this, Dylan. I got this exact. Indy minus what three. What? Yeah, Indy minus what? three. <laughs> I'm gonna check again just to make sure. Yeah, Indy minus three. That- that's a confusing line to me. They both won games against teams that are could be better than them. Obviously, the Chiefs are probably much better than the Raiders, but mm-hmm. I think it's I think this is a the Colts have have something a little more figured out or going than the Titans. But even if you don't see it that way, even if you see them as even mm-hmm. the the home team, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you give give them the three points for being home. Um, both teams have a little momentum. Yeah, coming off of a of a bad first two weeks. Um, so, but again, like like with the uh, what game was it? Dallas Washington having the home team as a three point favorite. 
I'm I'm not I'm never gonna be upset with with a you know yeah. three point favorite as a home team. I, I don't know how often I've gotten a gaming a line exactly right without a point five. So that was that was an impressive one for me. Yeah. All right, let's see if I can get that third that third one in a row. Bears at Giants. What do you have? I had Giants one and a half. All right, I'm gonna get it. I said yeah. Giants two and a half, and it is Giants three. Now, again, wow. we haven't seen the Giants a third time. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, I think the Giants will be favored. Unless the Cowboys absolutely destroy the Giants Monday night, mm-hmm. then maybe it goes to, yeah, like more like one and a half, like you're saying. But I think the Giants should be favored. If, if it goes yeah, the I way we think it'll go. don't think there's it. a way that – yes. Yeah, I don't – obviously the Giants have had a great start to the season. As a as a Boston fan, I don't want it to hold up, and that's why I'm going with the one and a half. And speaking of Monday night, I'm going to try to get the game – try to get the uh, Monday night countdown on. This this is a little insight into when uh, when we record again. Monday after work and practice and right before Monday Night Football. Before Monday Night Football. Uh, All right. Next one, Jaguars at Eagles. So, wow, a couple uh, interesting games for the Jags in a row. Wait, hold on. I got to put on ESPN. ESPN. Oh, oh, look at at this. (laughs) (laughs) Jaguars at Eagles. What do you have? I have Eagles five and a half. Um, you're going to get it. This is one I think I moved too late or else we would have tied. I said Eagles eight and a half. Oh. And it is Eagles six and a half. Okay. So clearly, I've, what, Eagles are three and out, right? The Eagles are three and out, yes. Yeah. But obviously – Vegas isn't giving a ton of credit to the Jags for smacking the Chargers around. Um, right. if, they did, if they if they were giving them a ton of credit, it would probably be more like three and a half or three. Right, and that's kind of what I was thinking because they didn't give any credit to – or they clearly weren't giving anything to Jacksonville with the line against the Chargers. So I was like, you know what, just because of what happened, it's not going to change. That's why I went kind of high. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I would bet the Eagles in this game probably. Yeah, probably. I mean, are the Jags gonna do it again, back to back weeks? Eh, that would be not. that would be crazy. That would be yeah, wild. oh yeah. That would be a season that would be a second one. straight appearance on where where stat guys were wrong. Yeah. All right, so you got that one with one two, with six games left. You are up six and a half to three and a half. So you just need one and a half more to, or you need two more to to clinch the victory. Let's All see right. if I can do it. The other uh, Pennsylvania team, the Jets at the Steelers. What did you say? I have Steelers two and a half. Uh, all right, we're going to split this. I said Steelers four and a half, and it is Steelers three and a half. Okay, I'll, I'll take a point five there. Yeah, I mean, both these teams haven't shown much um, to me personally. So, I, again – 
you know, when, when two bad teams are coming together, it's always that two and a half, three and a half. Yeah. And five. so there's a, you, you took that as these being like two bad teams. I took it as like the Steelers being a little bit better than the Jets, which that's why I hammered my four and a half button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it matches up. All right. Yes. Cardinals at Panthers. What do you think? I said, I said Cardinals three and a half. You're not going to believe me. I said Cardinals four and a half. And the Panthers are favored by one and a half points. What? (laughs) What? What? This is, this is the, uh, which game was it last week? Last week it was the. Because the week before uh, it was the Patriots Steelers. Oh, last week. Yeah. Raiders Titans. Raiders Titans. And yeah. And the week before that it was Patriots Steelers. Okay. I'm, I'm double checking. What? Cardinals, Panthers. Yeah. yeah. Panthers minus one and a half. Well, if, do you want? Do you want to explain that one to me? I, I wish I could. I wish I could too. Um, um. I mean, the Cardinals haven't looked great, but the uh, but the Panthers have looked bad. Yeah, I don't like that a team we crossed off is favored. Yeah, definitely, definitely not good. <laughs> yeah, I'm shocked that they are favored. I would, Absolutely, shocked. I would love, I would love the Cardinals here. Um, I mean, aren't they still only missing DeAndre Hopkins? Is everyone else yeah. healthy? I guess AJ Brown's out, um, or questionable, but I'm pretty sure everyone else is healthy. So I, don't, yeah. By I the don't way, know, I don't really have an explanation for that. I forgot to tell you uh, last week. I found a website that tracks the lines like as the week goes so basically it shows you where it started and where it's currently at this will be one to keep an eye on that's where i saw the the denver san francisco line from this past weekend Mm -hmm. you had you had had very different but it ended up you ended up being right well yeah because it because when i said niners two and a half last last week you were like i have broncos yeah. What, what was it? One and a half. I, it or was two one and a half. half. I had them minus three. You had San Francisco minus two and a half. And I'm pretty sure it ended at like San Francisco one and a half. It. it that's what it ended at. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, I, I was. I ended up getting the point, but I did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So because we, we do what it opens at. What? I said we do what it opens at. You right, right. All right. You are winning eight to eight to four. So you, you clinched a tie. You at least clinched a tie. There you go. You're not going to lose. Just, just like the Colts and Texans, you are not going to lose. And we have, a, we have our, our own team. Patriots at Packers. Ugh, they have to go to Lambeau. Patriots at Packers. I said Packers minus seven and a half. What about you? That is exactly what I said. <sighs> Man, all right. Well, you clinched the victory. Um and it's it funny because I was, I was about to put six and a half. Oh man! Well, it's and Packers. I, I, it's Packers by ten and a half. What? Yeah, <laughs> ten and a half. Which again, remember, Mac Jones might not be playing. Uh huh. Which, depending on how you feel about him, is he is he worth like three points? He could be on this team. He could be. Yeah. Yeah. He could be. He, he very well could be. Oh, the Patriots oh, have to wow. go into Lambeau. 
without without McAfee, without McCorkle. Yeah, that definitely wouldn't be good. Obviously, going into Lambo, and we kept saying if we can, if they can start two and two, that would be massive. But that is not looking good right now. But I, I'm surprised how it's ten and a half. I thought it was going to go yeah. a little lower than that. So I don't remember the last time the Patriots were under were the largest underdog in a week. But <laughs> it's looking it's ago. looking that way. I mean, there's no other games that are more than seven right now. And none of the last three are. I mean, I can tell you that. You probably know that already from the from I mean, the yeah, with the lines I've the lines I've guessed. Yeah, the lines I've guessed, I hope it's not more than ten. Yeah. yeah. Also, are you watching Come On Man right now? But yeah, well, let's hope the Patriots cover. I it's, am not. I will throw it on right now. I didn't know if you had it on. It's funny because they're they just showed uh the Ken the Ken Dorsey thing. And then now there's, which oh, I'm yeah. probably a little behind you. And then like, it's everything we've talked about, which is so funny. Come on, man. It's great. And then you showed the, the butt punt. The butt punt. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's do these last three. You That's got, amazing. you sealed the victory, but we can, we can run through these last three still. Um, Denver at the Raiders. Actually, I have Denver one. Yeah. Okay. You said Denver minus one and a half. One and a half. Yeah. You're going to get it. Um, the the Raiders are favored by one and a half. Okay. <laughs> so only since you, you won, only since you already won, I'm gonna. What'd you say? What'd you say? Denver minus two and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you're gonna get it. Only since you already won, I'm just gonna say it. These last three games, I picked the wrong team as the favorite in all three. Whoa. Okay. So Chiefs Bucks. The Chiefs are favored by two and a half. I picked. I said the Bucks minus one and a half. What did you say? I said I said Bucks two and a half. So you got that one. So I'm gonna get that one. Which here we'll, we'll let's get through, and then we can talk about one of them or two of them if we want. Um, and then the last one, Rams at 49ers. I said Rams minus three and a half, and it's 49ers minus two and a half. I said Rams two and a half. Yeah, so you're gonna get that one. How th- this is crazy. I don't. There are six games this week that I predicted the wrong favorite. Wow, six. The the wrong team to be favored. Yeah, the wrong right? team to be favored. Yes. Okay. Wow, I'm I, I'm I'm confused on especially the Rams Niners. Yeah, I I don't I don't get it. Yeah, that one doesn't the, make a ton the, of sense. The Chiefs Bucks one you could convince me for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, but I don't know what you have, what people would have seen this year to say that any playing in any stadium that the Rams are not favored against the 49ers. Agreed, and I I guess it's Levi Stadium, and it's in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess hey, is is there another stadium that it could be worse in for the Rams? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Playing playing specifically against the 49ers. That's that's the thing yeah. here. No, yeah, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I don't know. That, that, I guess we'll have to see with that line. We'll have to watch that line movement. Yeah, that that would be one to watch for sure. Um, it's it's always interesting to see where the sharp money is, because um, obviously those are the guys that they they see a line come out and they're like, oh, this is wrong. These are the, like the professional betters. They're like, yeah. this line is yeah. wrong. 
we are hammering the other side. Like the sharps were all over the Colts. So, so I was I was right about all of my lines being wrong. <laughs> or yep. I was right about about being bad at the lines. Yeah, oh, so you can use that as where you were right. Next as week. where I was right next week. That's right. Yep, you were right, right, right. being wrong. Exactly right. Did you have Mrs. Bittner, by the way? Do you remember her? Mrs. Bittner in sixth grade uh, is that, science. Is that middle school? Yeah. No, because I was I, I wasn't on your team. Oh, okay. Well, she she would always say, right, 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 exactly right. And I still say that every now and then. Uh, yeah, because you were on the Navigators. I was on the yeah. Voyagers. So if, if any if any old Navigators are listening to this, give me a shout. Because I want to <laughs> know if anyone else remembers right, 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 exactly right. Long shot, but we'll see. Speaking yeah, of long shot, shots, yes. let's pick our outright underdogs this week. Oh, yeah. So last week, the – well – so here's a new rule. You picked the Monday night game. So we have to now only pick Sunday games. And let me just say, the Lions were – I picked the Lions last week. They were winning the entire game until the last minute. Literally, they, they had the lead – tied or had the lead for 59 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then they lost. Um, now they're favored this week, so I can't pick them. I said I would pick them every time they're an underdog until they win. But they are not favored, or they're they are favored this week, so I can't go with them. Do you have an idea of who you want to? So again, I I fucked up again this week where I didn't write down the actual lines. So again, I have some of I I have my guest lines written down. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of who was actually favored. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you do you just want me to go down the list? Yeah. Tell me who's favored. Okay. Um, just going down. Bengals, Vikings, Browns. Bills, Cowboys, Lions, Chargers, Colts, Giants, Eagles, Steelers, Panthers, Packers, Raiders, Chiefs. I know I think I know which one I'm going with, unless you steal it. Um I'm I think I'm stealing it. Okay, go. Yeah, say I'll say it on three. Okay. Wait, wait, the the, the city or the team? The team. Okay, okay. That that we think is that that is the underdog, and we think yeah, yeah, the team name, not the the mascot, yes. not the city. Okay, cool. on on yeah. on go or on three, three, two, one, say it. Three, two, one, say it. Okay, okay, yeah. you you count. I will count. Okay. Three, two, one. Cardinals. <laughs> okay, so we're different. So you yeah. you go with yours. I I think the Titans, the Colts are coming off a massive win at home against probably the number one team in the AFC, maybe two second team in the AFC. I, I think that they're going to come out hot or thinking that they're going to come out hot. And then Derrick Henry is going to run for 211 yards and they're going to get blown out. You just want Derrick Henry to run for 200 yards. Give or take. Yeah. But also I think he will run all over that team. Uh-huh. Okay. I, I mean, I, I think that's a, a relatively right pick, especially for him you picked as a pick em. Um Yes. So I said the Cardinals. I mean, I just don't think the Panthers are good. I have no idea. This is the weirdest line of the week by far. Mm-hmm. By far. So I'm going Cardinals. Yeah. That's a good pick. All right. Scorigami game. We have not gotten right yet. We almost had a Scorigami. The, the 49ers-Broncos game, 11-10, to 10, was a rare Agami. Which, by the way, Dylan, I don't know if you saw this. 
this, here, this is going to be the part I clip for Jake, for Jake Marsh. By the way, happy birthday, Jake Marsh, um, Mr. Scorigami. So do you remember when the Steelers and Chargers played to 11 to 10? It, it, it was the other 11 to 10 game. So this one that happened the other night was the second one. Mm-hmm. The first one, Steelers-Chargers, they had a pitchy-pitchy woo-woo on the last play of the game that Troy Polamalu ran in for a touchdown. They didn't count it. They straight up just didn't count it in the final score. I'll, I'll, I want to find Even the video. Scored? Yeah. I, here, I'm going to look for it while we're doing this right now so I can send it to you. They were the Chargers. So the Steelers are up eleven to ten. The Chargers are are doing pitchy pitchy woo woo, and Palumalu recovers the ball in the end zone. And do you want me to text it to your tweet or just send it to your your Twitter? Um, you can send it to my Twitter. I'll take a look at it later. No, you gotta look at it now. Oh, okay. Yeah, look at it now. Look at it now. And he recovered it in the end zone. And the final of the game was 11 to 10. And there's absolutely no reason why it shouldn't have been 17 to 10. And really at that point, at that time, the rules were you had to kick the extra point. Mm-hmm. So it should have been 18 to 10 or they just kneeled it or whatever. Yeah. But the, but the final score was 11 to 10. Wow. I mean, he he definitely wasn't tackled before he got it. Definitely it was not. a touchdown. Definitely not. That's yeah. crazy how so they how it, they didn't. So it, it robbed us of a scoregami last night. Wow, wow. So this week's game, I haven't had a great chance to kind of look at the board, um, trying to see what teams are calling. Okay, I think I have one. Do you want to look through while I say mine? Um, yes. Okay, I'm just going to – I'm going to go Browns-Falcons. Two teams that just seem to be involved doing a lot of things. Why not? Let's – yeah, let's go – Let's go uh, an early week score Gami. Let's take this Thursday night football game. It's funny. Dolphins, that was the other game I was Dolphins thinking Bengals. of. Dolphins-Bengals. Yeah. That was the other game why I was not? I love it. Yeah. Love it, love it. it. I mean, I mean, these these are guests. Like, who, who, who the hell knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. It's going to be funny the week there is one, and then we don't get it right. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, and it's not the game of Um. All right. Cross-off team time? Yep. All right, let me open up my my doc. So we've crossed off the Jets and the Panthers. So here are the here are the tiers. Crossed off Jets and Panthers, bottom of the barrel, Falcons, Seahawks, Commanders. Probably bad, but frisky. Texans, Bears, Lions, still. Probably bad, but should be better. Still the Patriots and the Colts. And I added. I can't cross them off yet is the Raiders. Do you, do you agree? I, I, I do agree. Sentiment? Yes. I agree with, with most of that. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't think I disagree with any of that. All of those teams aren't really good. They haven't shown us. They haven't shown us anything to believe that they can be a playoff team. The, I think that that's the end scenario is you got to show us you can be a playoff team. 
if you can't do that, then we're going to cross you off. Yeah. And then, well, really, I was talking about the Raiders, too. Like, I don't even think they – like, I think they are still oh, capable yeah. of making the playoffs. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, 100 yeah. I, I like where you had the Raiders there. Yeah. Even though they can still make the playoffs. Yeah. So, let's focus on the bottom of the barrel. That's usually where the cross-offs even come from. So, Falcons, Seahawks, and uh, – who's the last team I had? Was it Texans? Falcons – oh, Commanders. Add the commanders to that. Okay. What would you be leaning? I personally would lean Falcons or Seahawks. Okay. Just because um, the commanders have a veteran quarterback. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that is that's the only. Way. So the the Seahawks definitely aren't winning their division. So here's my only problem with crossing the Falcons off is that we already crossed off a team from their division. I want to avoid crossing off multiple teams in the same division as long as possible. Cause then you really corner yourself into a specific team winning the division. Yeah, I agree with that. Let's see who the Seahawks play this week. They go, play, they, they play, the they, play the, they play the lions. I'm, um, but look at, Hey, look at the rest of their schedule. The Seahawks. Yeah. It's count, count Saint, how many winnable Saints. games you think. Um, let's see. Saints, Cardinals, Chargers, Giants. I, I think you might be right with the Seahawks. Rams. It's 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 tough. They they have like three, maybe four winnable games. Yeah, I, I would say three or four. And and I I think we're gonna go Seahawks. Um, the only the, I mentioned the Commanders. We did mention how the NFC East, like you just never know. It seems like the Eagles yeah. might are probably the top team there. Um. But like you said, out of the teams we mentioned, they probably have I, – I would give them the best chance to turn it around. Now, granted, we could end up crossing them off next week. But mm-hmm. let me just take a look at their schedule real quick. The, the commanders, at some point in the season, they go Eagles, Texans – or they go Texans, Falcons, Giants, Giants. Yeah, they have they have winnable games. They have they have plenty plenty of winnable games on here. All right, I, I'm I'm yeah. Let's I Seahawks. feel I feel comfortable with the Seahawks. Yeah, and if we wanted to even feel more comfortable, here are seven NFC playoff teams: Eagles, Packers, Bucks, Rams, 49ers, Vikings. Uh, that's the only thing with the NFC. I only counted yeah. six there. So there is somebody yeah. else. That's the yeah. only thing about the NFC. Yeah, just Cardinals, the, bo- like Cardinals the bottom of the barrel, the, the top that like the top of the NFC is small. The the seven through six seven through thirteen could be yeah. <laughs> all so close. Right, right. My hope is that next week we're able to cross off an AFC team. That would be my hope. Yes. Yeah. I just I, I don't think we can cross the Texans off yet with the way the division is. Like they would be the team yeah, I look for fair. next week, but I'm good I'm good with the Seahawks if you are. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Spread spread right. out to division. Yep. Seahawks it is. Um all right. Let's uh we got a couple more things and, I know we want to do. And every time we've crossed off a team, they've won that week, right? Oh yes, good call. Good call. I did want to mention that. Yeah, good call. 
Okay, so this is this is a topic or a, a segment that I wanted to add. We won't do it necessarily every week. Again, for fans of the herd, this is basically a herd podcast. Um, we're gonna so we're doing next week's podcast topics right now. Sound familiar? Um, basically, oh yeah. Uncle Arnie was asking me what what I think we'll be talking about on the episode. And it gave me the idea for the segment. So here's what I think we'll be talking about next week. Or here's what we think we'll be talking about. That the AFC West is overrated and that it's the Chiefs division to lose. That it's going to be difficult to beat them. Yeah, I mean, the, the Broncos Raiders and the Broncos Raiders alone haven't shown anything. They're what, one in five combined right now. Chargers, one and two. Uh, banged up all over, all across the board, defense, special teams, all, uh, their, their quarterback. Um, so they're banged up. Chiefs look obviously not counted, you know, whatever. They lost to the Colts. They still have Patrick Mahomes. They're still going to probably go 11 and 6, 12 and 5, or 11, 6, 12, 5. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, I, I, they're, they're still going to be on top of the AFC um, West, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. Like the the Chargers were the team you and I both thought would be the the team to upset them, but if they're if they're mm-hmm. dealing with all this now, like you know, who knows down the road? Obviously, the Chiefs had a bad loss, but it's still after all the what the other teams did. I can see again. This is after what we think after next week. Can yes. see them saying that. Now it brings mm-hmm. us to our our one of our other ones, because again, if the Chiefs lose, so. The Ravens play the Bills. The Bucks play the Chiefs. Two of those mm-hmm. teams are going to be two and two. All those teams are two and one right now. So next week, I think we're going to be sitting here saying the two teams that are two and two are that do what questions do they have, right? Like what problems do we think those two teams are going to have? And if the Chiefs are one of them, especially, you know, then the division's not really up. So we, we're, we're almost hedging here, but like two of those teams are going to be two and two. And you mentioned one of them, if, if the Bucks or the Chiefs lose, or no, no, you, if if uh, it's 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 so the Bills, Chiefs, and Bucks. Yeah. Obviously, the Bucks play the play the Chiefs, but they will have lost back to back games. So whoever loses that game, yeah. So yeah, whoever loses that game, and if the Bills lose, that's back to back losses. Yeah. You know, you're two and two. At what point do you start questioning? Even though you're losing to a really good team. At what point do you, do you start questioning, are there problems? Yep, agreed. Um, the last one, which is perfect, because this will segue us into a Monday night football prediction. The, I think we're going to be talking about the Cowboys being 3-1 through through week four. I, I completely agree. <laughs> uh, I think Cooper Cush is going to start 3-0. Oh. Um, you know, Dak went 0-1, oh I think. The way they played last week, beating the Bengals, I, I don't see them slowing down. I, Tony Pollard kind of showing to be their RB1 slowly. He really um, is. And I I kind of like that. Um, but, yeah, we'll have to see. And, obviously, the, the game is about to start. So, um, I think it would be a good time to make some Monday Night Predictions. I think it would be. I think it would be. Um, you You go first. By the way, I we were uh, I, I don't remember what you had said, but I was right on the on the doubleheader last week. Eagles um, won and the Bills. Was that oh, last week? Yes. Yeah, that was last week. Yeah. Yes, it wait, no. 
Am I am I am I right here? No, that was it. Week two. Week that was two. Yeah, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, last yeah. Week, last week, yes, yeah. yes. All right, what um, do you got here? Let's go. 26 to 16 Cowboys. Okay, I'll go Cowboys 24-21. Yeah, I, see, I think there's going to be a lot less touchdowns. Mm-hmm. All right, Monday Football predictions are in the books. Um, hey, who is uh, your fantasy player on your bench this week? Your star fantasy oh, player. Oh, of course. Um, James Robinson. Um, <laughs> he put up 20 points. But listen to this. I didn't bench him in one league. I benched him in two leagues. <laughs> so, okay. What, one of them, one of them, I, I have Nick Chubb, James Conner, and Alvin Kamara. So I wasn't going to bench any of them for James Robinson. Next week, I think Kamara might be seeing the bench for James Robinson. Wow. Just, just, just the Dangerous. way that, just the way that James Robinson is playing. I mean, he's, Probably a top five running back right now, points wise in fantasy. Um, I'm I'm not going to mess around with with keeping him on, on my bench anymore. Um, so if you're listening to this, you should probably bench James Robinson next week. Yeah, you you, gotta, you do the opposite of whatever Dylan does. Yes, yeah, that that's ideal, um, ideal for anyone out there. But yeah, all right, good stuff, Dylan. Brother Dylan, he yes, is sir. back better than ever. Um, all right, if nothing else, then uh, let's enjoy some Monday Night Football tonight. Yes, sir, let's do it. Let's do it. I'll catch everyone uh, in a, for another week. All right. Thank you, Dylan. Yes, sir. Adios. I'll see you. See you. Big thanks to Brother Dylan for coming on and doing the full podcast this episode. And congrats to him for evening up the score and guess the who spreads it anyway. We will be back next week with more NFL talk and it will be October, the next time you hear my voice. So again, thank you for listening to another episode of the Real Stat Guy podcast. And remember, we are here to not just give you the stats you want, but the stats that you need. Thanks everyone. Mac Jones suffered a severe high ankle sprain that may need surgery and he's likely to miss multiple games. Per Adam Schefter, two minutes ago. Breaking moves. So that isn't good. No. <laughs> this video of it says Mac Jones expected to miss multiple games and then passing a new QB question mark. And it's Cam Newton. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. The Sox have officially been eliminated from playoff contention. Yeah. Wow.